stiff arms of crap have a great good match right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through drop into line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, so it's like football, not storylines. Hello, and you are listening to another edition, the 20th edition of Blue It Splits. Uh, it's been about two weeks since I did my last show. Um, feels like an intro to like an AA meeting. Um, been a little bit busy. Uh, some things have been going on, so I haven't been able to put out, out as much film and shows. But <clears throat> today, uh, 31 plays of Cameron Clark, the Jets' he's a fourth-round pick. Um, and then next show, we're going to be doing – I think 27 to 30-ish plays of James Morgan. Then we got Bryce Huff. Um, both Clark and Morgan are already done on Jets X Factor website. Get the full thing. Um, Huff is recorded. I am going to be putting up those plays soon. And then after that, I think I'm going to do Desir. Um, I did a vote, and Desir and Cager were tied. I honestly think Desir is more interesting. Um, Cager, based on what I've seen the little bit, um, and what I've heard, he's probably not going to impress me as, as much as maybe some of you would hope that he can just be this fourth or fifth string guy who can come in in the red zone, things like that. We'll see. But um, I think I think it's going to be this year than probably um, Lawrence Cager from Georgia after that, the undrafted free agents. I'm going to start mixing in the the free agents, the guys like this year and Peanut and uh, Van Roten because they're already done. And with the undrafted guys, you know, if I can only get out a certain amount of – um, content, which it seems like, you know, it's about to be what's mid June. So got about two more months before preseason starts. So I can get another eight shows, you know, one show a week. You, we might be leaving out a guy like a Flacco or a Gore or a George Campbell, you know, um, plus the other shows I want to do. So I'm going to start taking the guys I need to get out, you know, the Desiers, the Van Rotens, the, 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 the fans and, and putting them up a little bit higher not just doing all the undrafted guys before those. Cause um, out of the guys I have left, Guidry, Jackson, Cager, Campbell, Fant, Desir, Van Roten, Peanut, Wilson, Gore, Flacco. I do want to do a top 25. I want to do a 55-man roster prediction. I would also like to do a call-in show. Some of you guys did respond to that. Um, I'm going to figure out how to do that, whether it be through like a YouTube stream where everybody, you know, let's say, you know, today's Tuesday, Tuesday 8 to 10 or Wednesday 9 to 11, whatever it may be. Um, I'm either going to do that or I'm going to do a Zoom show, a live Zoom show where you can call in. You don't have to show your face or anything like that. I know some people aren't comfortable won't even calling in to talking and showing your face at the same time. Um, so we could do that as as well. Um, you'll see that little phone symbol. You don't have to come onto the video. If you want to come onto the video, you know, by all means, I, I, don't, I don't care. It doesn't bother me anymore to talk on video. Uh, it only talks, it only bothers me to watch myself talk on video. Um, other than that, though, before we, so I can get to the show, um, at jorv31 on Twitter, that's right. I tweeted, that's, that's where I do all my work pretty much is on, is on Twitter and obviously Jets X Factor. Uh, follow Mike, uh, follow Michael Nania there too, Michael underscore Nania. Uh, follow the, the main Jets X Factor thing at literally Jets X Factor, no spaces. Follow uh, Robbie Sabo at Robbie uh, Sabo, no spaces. Um, YouTube Blue It Splits. Obviously, I always talk about the, the podcast reviews and things like that, uh, which I'm bringing up right now. Um, the people who've been watching on YouTube have gone to the podcast app and left five-star ratings and reviews. I really, really do appreciate that more than you know. Um, and we got three of them, three five-star ratings and reviews this, this last week. Uh, one from Neptune0923, 
uh, basically just saying if you want to really understand the game and get a fair assessment of, of the players, this is where you get it. Uh, Danny A. Rucci said um, he just subscribed. Awesome. Welcome to the website. Uh, and all the film breakdowns are amaz- amazing. Best shit content out there. Appreciate that. And then the uh, t- another one, T-Bone8188. Uh, awesome show. Um, says, says amazing job of breaking down a film. Uh, if you really want to give your team um, – or if you really want to know your team, give the show a listen. Uh, that's what I'm trying to do here. Um, like I said, I don't want to talk too much before I get into the show. There are pro- not hundreds. There are tens and twenties and thirties of Jets podcasts out there. They're going to talk Jamal Adams, all the storylines, this guy versus that guy. Should they assign this guy and talking points and storylines? There's not one. No, there's not one website that I watch this film and puts it out there. There is very little websites that watch the film and understand what they're watching and then talk about their opinions. So a lot of the opinions you're getting on the players, guys they sign, guys they don't sign, how teams fit, uh, about Gase, about all this stuff, they don't know what they're talking about. Um, and I don't want to sound like a prick, but I'll be a prick. There's not a lot of football fans who really know what they're watching. Um, a lot of those other hosts, if you told, if you told them cover three replacement or like me, where me and Marcus talking about Palms coverage, um, which is basic stuff in football how many of them could could talk about that you know um and i think that's necessary to be able to talk about your team so strongly about which player you want to sign and which money was allocated to this guy so uh i don't really like a lot of those other shows to be honest like some of them great it's it's fun to listen to when you're on a maybe a, a 10 hour car ride you need something to listen to but um if you're really trying to get informed you know you're really trying to learn about your players and learn about your team and learn about the offense and learn about what they're trying to do what went wrong yes you're getting here uh preseason i will be doing breakdowns of all whatever it is, two, three, four games. It's probably going to be like two or three at this point. Um, and during the season, I will be doing breakdowns of every single game. It depends on how much time I have that week. Some week I might have time to break down 50 plays and do 50 plays on the, sh- on the show. There might be weeks where I'm really busy and I can only do 20 plays. Uh, it depends on my schedule. This is not my full-time job. I wish it was, but um, that's what will be happening um, as well. So, you know, a lot of people, oh, they lost the game because of this. Did they really, or was it these other 20 plays and whatever aspect that really lost in this game? So. Um, stick around for the season as well. I know a lot of people like the season stuff, breaking down the games. Uh, it beca- it becomes a little bit sucky if they start losing, and you're breaking down games. Um, <laughs> you know when they're let's say hopefully they're not, but like four and ten. You know, in December, people don't really want to see it or, or they don't really care. Uh, but to getting to the Cameron Clark, want to get this done. Um, off, he, I, I he's an offensive tackle, offensive guard. I really think he's going to be a guard. Six five, uh, three oh nine. Uh, 34 inch arms which is like I think that's like the borderline for what you want 33 is where I have to worry a little bit 34 is is pretty much like that that's okay that's when you get the thumbs up for your arm arm length anywhere below that it, it gets kind of sketchy for offensive linemen you obviously want those long arms we've talked about that a lot on this show I don't need to go into every single reason why I do not think um strengths physical nasty player I think he's even nastier than Beckton to be completely honest Beckton has a mean streak but Clark has an even meaner streak um he just doesn't have a 370 pound body um like Beckton does so physical nasty player strong hands plays a decent leverage overall power decent foot speed um and I put in parentheses assuming transition to guard um grip strength plays long awareness anchor flashes um flashes really well-timed punches hand placement active eyes active eyes uh, there's a freaking what is that a fucking bug? Um, grip strength plays long awareness anchor. Okay, I already said this. Active vibes drive drives through lower body. Uh, strong core, strong lower body balance stays tight to offensive guard and pass pro. 
uh, good at passing off stunts, frames, rushers as well, redirect, redirects force, have seen reps with uh, fake punches, which is a positive, knows how and when to wrench rushers, um, lateral quickness, oh, these are the weaknesses, sorry, lateral quickness, reps of him playing uh, high in pass pro, too aggressive with punch and pass and run game. Uh, needs more patience in pass pro will have transit or will have to transition a guard a position he has never played feet can be a, a bit slow clunky opens gate too early in pass pro don't want him working to second level consistently needs to take better angles in space can be a little bit top heavy needs to bring feet with him into run blocks reaches for contact opens as he punches in pass pro feet can stall in space and needs to be more consistent with his set point all right, let's get into the film uh, with all of that being said. All right, let's see. Funny story. I Two weeks. Well, yeah, it's been about two weeks. I had to chase a naked guy down the middle of the highway the other day, which is, <laughs> which is really fun. Um, I wish I could show my you know, body cam, but I, I can't. That's, that is not legal. So that would be fun to show with everybody, break it down step-by-step. Uh, step. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to do that, especially with the naked guy who you're at to wrestle. So – Play number one, break it down. All right. And by the way, about the other stuff too that's happening right now, I, I'm not making a comment. If you, if you want to speak to me in private about it, fine. I've done it with plenty of people. Um, but I'm not making a whole comment. I'm not doing a podcast about it like these other people are doing because I, I honestly – even with that stuff, um, I'm not going to mention what it is. If you know what I'm talking about, I, I think it's a really deep rooted issue. There's issues on both sides, um, but it, there's, there's no, I, I'm not going to talk about it in 30 minutes on, on a podcast. And a lot of these people who are talking about this type of stuff don't really know what they're talking about from either side. They just kind of want to jump in and feel important to be completely honest. So uh, let's go to the first play. <laughs> I guess I kind of made a comment there, but there's, there's definitely things to fix so all around. Um, not passing off blame or anything like that. So left tackle, he's always going to be left tackle. He didn't switch positions. He didn't play. Oh, yeah, by the way, um, if you – well, I guess you can I'll, – I'll stop the share real quick just to show this. Uh, Jets X-Factor store, this is the Run CMG shirt. Uh, not a lot of people might not want a, uh, a shirt with Connor McGovern on it. But if you do, there it is. Uh, 20 more reviews. We will be I'll, – I'll be giving away a free year subscription and a free T-shirt. Um, keep dropping those, uh, those, those reviews. Even like I said, if it's a sentence, uh, like the show five stars, you'll, you'll be entered to win the, uh, the free year, which is 50 bucks plus a t-shirt. So it's like a $70 value for you taking two, literally two minutes of your time. Um, so left tackle physical drive. Um, I believe this is where he's going to gallop. All right. So a couple things in this play, um, he's galloping to, to one create power. And the gallop is that first step towards the guy. And then you're really loading off of that back foot. So step toward and loading off and you're, you're kind of, and you're literally galloping. So step towards and it's almost like a hop into it. So I'm saying, so that's a gallop technique towards and skip off of that left hand, good hand placement, playing with good leverage. Like I said, you always want to attack the hip um, when you're trying to create that that movement in these scenarios. You want to attack that um, that middle of the body. That's 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 where all their balance is. Um, so you want to move that. You want to move that midpoint of the body. If you attack the upper body, we've talked about it. You know they could they could uh, take that force on. You know with with their body lean 
but still have their strong base. You have to, you have to attack the base to, to move them. So um, good job attacking that base and continuing to drive his legs, drive his legs, drive his legs, and get him out of there. So I'll play it again right here. But good gallop, good hand technique, good drive. Um, and you're, you're going to see him after almost every single play that I'm going to show, he's going to finish the play as best as they possibly can. I don't know if this looks cloudy. I don't know. My screen looks cloudy. I don't know if I look cloudy to people, um, but whatever. Torque. Let's see what this one is. All right. All right. So he's on the backside of um, – this is a – this is a – this is what I call a frontside pin and pull. Yeah, frontside pin and pull. He's on the back. He, uh, the backside. He wants to reach the, the three tech right here. It's going to be really, really hard for him to 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 open up and get in front of that guy. I would like to see a little bit different footwork. I would like to see more of a bucket step here and, instead of like this lateral step. He's not really allowing himself to fully open his hips up right here. So I'd like to see that little bit different footwork right there with that right foot. Um, but he knows at this point he's not going to be like in front of the guy again. Hand placement, left hand on the hip, really good. You want to you want to move a guy. You want to get control of a guy. Attack that center that the center of their mass. Left hand in front, right hand. Um, I can't tell exactly where it lands, but it does land on the front of his body. He uses that as a pivot point and spins his body around. Gets in front of him. That's not an easy play for for a left tackle to to reach a, a, the three tech right there who's trying to penetrate that b gap like he's not he's not hesitating or anything he's he's pushing straight up the field as soon as the ball is snapped so a really good hand placement with that left um like i said using using that hand as as a pivot point to uh, to swing around right there and he wrenches them so he's gonna get that left hand like i said you have a left hand on the back or the right hand on the back and the other hand on the body and you're gonna spin around it and, and turn them that's what I do. That's I define that as wrenching. So he wrenches him to the backside, takes him out of the play. Really, another nice block right there um, from Cam Clark. I don't spend too long on these plays. Um, some people want me to dumb it down at times. Give me feedback on that. Um, there's some people who want me to dumb things down. There's some people who want me to to stay how it is. Um, I feel like the reason you're, a lot of people are coming to the show is, I guess, both to learn about the players, but to learn about football as well. As well, if I'm gonna dump some things down, I can dump it down. Actually, no, I won't. I'll, I'm doing. I'm doing what I'm doing. All right. So, um, left tackle right here. This is where I, I believe I said this is a play with a, some 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 positives, some negatives. Um, the negatives being from this play that he, you're gonna see him kind of kick it into full gear, and you're gonna see that 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 helmet pop up and down, um, which you don't want to see um, for really any set but he still has good technique. So this is a, this is more physical limitations type play, but still good technique, I believe. Yeah, you see how he's, look at his body. You see how slow he kind of is right there? You see how, how he, it really looks like he's trying to get back, but like you could, you could see how slow his feet are here. This is why people, okay, well, can he play left tackle in the NFL? With feet like this, he's not, and even with how slow his feet are, you see, you see his helmet, his, his, his pad level? You see it's up down up down you don't want to see that you want you want to see really smooth feet quick change of direction that one makes you off balance two doesn't make for a quick change of direction um no i like that he doesn't open up too early he opens up as he's getting onto his level he's able to land his hands on and anchor down you can see as he comes to contact he kind of hops his feet back right here works off the insteps again the oh hold on I pause it so I'm saying with the insteps, he's working off the, the midfoot, the midfoot, 
Again, we've talked about why that's important. You don't want to work or give them that natural lever point of your, um, of your joints. So good job right there. Again, sorry for the quick rewind. Um, you're going to see some of the clunky feet there, but overall good technique. So some negatives, some, po some positives on that one. I want to bring something else up about this play too. I already did this play, but um, the one thing that I do like that he, it seems that he knows at least on this play, I'll, I haven't, I haven't done his review in about what, two weeks. So I'm, I'm forgetting some of the plays that, that he did. I don't remember every single play I put up every single person. Um, the one thing I think it's important here is the fact that the, the, the edge, the stand-up edge, the emo, the outside linebacker, again, I don't like getting crazy about names and things like that because people might label a defense, um, whatever, a, 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 th a three, four, five, when really they're using that, that, that fourth outside linebacker as a D end. Um, so then it's really looking like a four, two, five, like who, it, it's, it's not a big deal. Don't, don't get tripped up into that stuff. Um, but the one thing I do like about this play, I always talk about force and redirecting force. So, um, you know, in the run game, you, you want to push, you know, uh, other times you want to torque and use circular force as they call it. There's times you want to lift. There's times you want to, you want to pull. Um, when you're getting bull rushed, when a guy's into your chest and trying to bull rush you as this guy's last ditch effort here, he doesn't really set it up very well. Um, you don't want to fight push with push. You want to lift push. So you want to redirect that force. If they're coming straight up to you and then you're just colliding head on, that's just power versus power. Whereas even if you're a weaker guy and you get lower leverage, and he's pushing and you are pushing you and you and you push him upwards or lift him upwards you're redirecting the force up so you're not taking on that full force if that makes sense so i like the fact that he hops back here and he's lifting he's not going force against force he's lifting him up so good job right there i want to bring that up as well because i think that's important um this is this is some decent movement skills again this is gonna be good for a guard not necessarily the best for a tackle um let's see what this is So this is a combo to the, the what I've, I've heard recently referred to as a thick linebacker. Um, when it's the far linebacker, it's the thick linebacker. When it's the close linebacker, it's the thin linebacker. So the thick linebacker, uh, which is usually going to be the backside guy. Um, again, can't see his total footwork. Well, I can. Like a drop step right there. Looks like he's going to attack low if you're – Follow the left tackle. Um, you guys should know he's a left tackle at this point. I don't, don't think I have to point him out every single time he's right here. Um, take on the three tech on the combo to the backside. Looks like he tackle, attacks low. Obviously creates a ton of movement. If you, if you look where he comes into the block, creates a ton of movement. Eyes to the second level. His eyes are up right here. As soon as that linebacker starts to scrape off, peels off of that and gets his hands on him and drives him backwards. He gets off the block eventually, but I'll play this in full speed. Really, really good combo, good hand placement, good movement, good eyes, good peel off, good hand placement on the secondary guy, good foot drive. Like this is this is a good play by Clark right here. Really, really like that one. Now like at this, okay, yeah, could he have stayed a little bit less top heavy and, and drove that guy further than I feel? Yeah, but still, it's still definitely a good play for um for Clark. Feisty. All right. There's a lot of plays if you watch just after the snap of how feisty this dude is. And there's a reason I really, 
uh, towards sometime this year, I really wanted to be Becton next to Clark, next to McGovern. McGovern's not as nasty as a player those guys are, but you're running behind Clark and Becton, man, like they could, they could wreck you. Um, and then you have Winters, you have McGovern, you have Alex Lewis as the other guards and the best man who may win at right guard. And the, or, you know, Clark can start at right guard too. It depends on what he's more comfortable with. Um, and then you have Fant and Adoga battling out for right tackles. So the line is not done yet, but I, I think with Clark, I don't know if he's going to start this year, but I, I think next year you have your left tackle, one of the guard spots with Clark, you have McGovern, and then you have to figure out, if a Dogor fan is, is an option, even if they're below average to average, you can get away with one guy in our line being below average to average and still being a really good line. So you're hoping that one of those guys steps up and then inevitably you're going to have to bring in at least one offensive lineman this, you know, next year, whether it be a guard to replace um, Van Roten, Winters, whoever, they're, you know, Lewis, who is consistently injured. Um, so I think there's going to at least be a guard, but maybe it's just a guard and you can focus on linebacker, corner, et cetera. Um, but that's why I really hope that Fant and, and Adoga would step up. And I think Fant's going to be a really interesting review. Um, you guys are going to see exactly what I'm talking about when I, when I talk about this on podcast. And again, there's people out there who just follow Pro Football Focus or whatever. You have one guy who says, oh, I don't get the Fant signing, and then everybody runs it and says how bad he is. You're going to really see the progression that I'm going to show you from 18 when I'm going to roast him. Middle 19, he's still going to get roasted. End of 19, he looks like a different player. So I'm hoping that continues the trend upward. Um, that was a left tackle, though. So can he do it at right tackle? I don't know. Um, I think some of the plays from 2018 were right tackle, but regardless. All right. So this is the, again, we're going to watch him after the play on a couple of these plays. Just to show how, how damn feisty he is. Now, initially I said he opens his hips up a little bit early. It looks like they're as a part of the like play action, play action to like a fake end around. Um, it looks like the whole line is sliding left. So he has a little bit more freedom to open his hips up and get out left um, because he knows he has this left guard inside of him um, helping him out. I would like to see him not create as much space right here because you, you see how he's, he's, his, his hands are down. He doesn't look like he's completely on balance right here. Um, if this guy were to, to, to shoot up field and, and shoot across his face, I think it's a possibility. So I'd like to see him a little bit more square to the line of scrimmage right here. And again, you could see his, his feet aren't the smoothest. Like you're not going to, you're, you're, he's not going to be a, a tackle at the next level. He's just not. Um, at least I really don't think so. I, I really think he's going to be a guard. Um, but I like the mindset. So watch after the play. So he does get his hands on him. Good job. But he drives you through the whistle. He, he, he's, he's, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, that's not even, the, not even the best example to be completely honest. I have another play here that's, that's labeled feisty. I don't know what the whole play is, but. Um, let's see him at left tackle again and see what happens here. All right. So this is like, um, this is almost like another pin and pull. Uh, you can call it like a sweep too. He's going to pull to get to the outside. He's going to kick out that edge. I like the angle here, um, for sure. You're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of guys in this scenario try to react too hard, and they're gonna and they're gonna take an angle um, down the field or up the field like this. If you can, if you're following my mouse, and they're gonna take an angle like this to try to cut them off. But you really just want to you want to cover the inside gap. So if this guy's gonna run himself out of the play and run up field up the arc, let him. Who cares? So I like the angle here. I like how he does not overreacting, and he takes a, and he takes a nice flat angle to him. Left hand inside, right hand looks like it's on the hip somewhere. Again. Contacts him at the 10, and you're going to see how far he drives him. 
you, I, I really, really like the dude's mindset. There's a lot of guys who they come into contact right here. Maybe they push him back and then stop right now. Clark is not one of those guys. He finishes you all the way through the whistle, every single play. Um, you got to really, really like his, his mindset and really good uh, angle there for sure for him. Um, stunt pickup. All right. Solid play for him. All right. So, again, coming off the snap right here, you're going to see, like, just not the smoothest feet. You can see he's, he's, he's laboring a little bit to get back. But he's still on balance. Like, he's, he, he has a good center of gravity right now. I don't think he's too off balance. Um, as soon as that guy goes across his face, a part of that, of that D, uh, DT stunt, DT, um, people call him, like, Tex and Ted and all these different things. It's really simple to say D-E-T-T-E. People are trying to get fancy with Tex and Ted and whatever. Um, so he drops his post foot, drops the post foot. He's going to get the right hand inside, um, which is ensuring that this guard is going to have enough time. If, if if this guard is wrapped up and this guy's a good, you know, um, and, he play, and, and if this guy plays it well, and now this guard is, is – um, taking this guy full on and, and this, and this, the, the, the penetrator, the picker sees that this guy took him full on he'll just shoot that gap and he won't try to pick him. Um, so he's going to make sure to, to drop that post, get the right hand on just in case he has to make up for that guard. Um, good job getting the hand on again. This is really nice. I really like this stunt pickup. So drop the post right hand inside eyes are up. They're not on this guy. They're up. He's waiting for the, he's waiting for the looper and then watch the left hand on the hip. Again, talk about that hand place on the hip is really important. And he understands hand placement. I really like that on that. Pushes, uses him as a, as a push-off point. Pushes him while, while uh, again, now dropping that up. You know, now his other post foot. So he switched the post, now drops the other post. Gets outside, hands on, and shuts down that play. So once I explain that to you all, now, now watching in full speed. It's a little bit more impressive once you watch that. Once you, once you watch the drop of the post foot, the right hand side, the left hand on the hip, the eyes up, the push off, then him getting outside. That's all that happens there, um, which is a lot. But in a three-second clip, um, it's, it's hard to see all that right away. And this is, again, why people, like, people don't they don't talk about this stuff. They, they just don't talk about this stuff. That's what it is. I'm in one of those moods today. I don't know what it is. Um, the IDGAF <laughs> type mood. So Clark finished rep after rep. All right. Oh, man, you got to love it. <laughs> it's the little – so – here it looks like they're running like an inside tight zone, whatever it may be. Now I don't like Clark's technique necessarily here. I, I don't like how he's like taking that, like that drop step right there and then kind of reaching for contact. I would like to see him work laterally upfield, laterally than upfield to completely cut off and, uh, and choke off that angle. Um, but he kind of, he kind of drop steps and reaches for it, which, which could allow this DN to scrape over the top and get it on that play. So I'd like to see him cover a little bit more, uh, but he's able to get his hands on. You could put, well, the left hand slips and it looks like the guy actually gets into his chest. Um, Clark hops back, refits his hands, and he just drives him. So it's not the best play, but you could see he literally drives him, gets under the armpit, and lifts him off of his feet to the ground, 
goes to the ground with him. And then even after that, okay, so he just pancaked the guy, even though it didn't, you know, come with the initial great technique that you'd like to see. And he's still, you know, pushing off the guy, getting in his face after the rep. Like it's the little stuff like that I really, really like to see. Um, so good power right here. Good, you know, obviously didn't start off great, but uh, good job refitting the hands, getting underneath the guy, literally lifting him off the ground and then getting into his face after the rep. Gotta like that. Next play, 10, power. All right. Let's see what this is. All right. So again, they, they teach us more in college than you see in the NFL. This um that that those these zero steps. You see this a lot more in college, at least from what I've seen from college, um, as compared to the NFL. So again, and in this scenario, when a guy is tighter like this, that the 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 five tech, the tight five. I'm more okay with the drop step or the, I mean, not the, well, the drop or the, the zero, they're a little bit different, but the zero step um, because you don't want to get too far outside laterally and have him shoot to that B gap. So that's why they're probably teaching him at least in this scenario um, for that zero. So he takes the zero step, gets his hands on again, because of the stupid broadcast angles I get um, for some of the guys. Uh, they're obviously with Beckton and other guys. I, I got more, all 22, but uh, unfortunately, Charlotte didn't have any all 22 available. Zero step, hands on. He comes into the block with good leverage. Again, you know, upper body is in line with his lower body. His his uh, thighs are working at opposite angle, acting as a as a shock a shock absorber, uh, throwing his weight back as well. Um, obviously, if your whole body's you know if you're if you're going to be parallel like this, your whole body are going to fall to the ground. So you need something else to work at an opposite angle. Um, to be able to, to stand upright and to keep balance. So he gets his hands on, torques him outside, hands on. This is, this is core power. This is coming from the lower, the lower body too. He's really generating power up through this foot right here, up through the instep, up through his hips, and he's going to rotate off of that, the circular force. And it's all coming from, this, from this, uh, that left foot that's planted right there. And he's going to throw him outside, torques him outside, Hands on. Um, now, with this, the only thing I would say, a little bit of criticism, after he torques him outside, I'd like to see him come to balance a little bit more. I don't know if this guy – it looks like this guy's actually grabbing maybe about the face mask right here. That's kind of what it looks like, actually. Yeah, I think he's grabbing his face mask, actually. Yeah, I would say so. So, never mind. That should be a, that should be a penalty on the defensive end. Um, but good play from from Clark on that one. Next one finish. This is this is probably the most famous play. You saw famous play. This is probably the play you you probably saw the most after um, he was drafted. And listen, a lot of these plays I'm showing you right now are versus one of the best teams in the entire country. So yeah, he played small schools. Uh, you know, whatever it may be Duke or whoever. Um, I probably have it written down. Whatever, whatever, whatever games he played that I watched. Yeah, he played versus some smaller some smaller schools. But at the same time when he plays Clemson, the biggest game he's going to have all year, he, he balled the hell out. So that's what you want to see. You don't want to see, you know, if I saw a small school guy who, who's killing, you know, the, the Mount St. Mary's and the Appalachian States and all this stuff, and then came and played LSU or Clemson or Ohio state, and they were shell themselves and looked like shit. 
that really shows me something. But when a guy is playing a bunch of small schools, comes and plays Clemson, and then plays better than he ever has before, it's showing that he can really keep up with these guys. So um, this is a really important game for him. I'm sure he knew that. People are going to be watching this game on his film. Um, and just this game could have brought him for, from what, a fourth-round pick to maybe like a sixth-round pick. Like that, that legitimately can matter that much, these, these type of games. So um, good job by him for sure. So we're going to see like another zero right here. This is almost more like a drop. Like it actually does come and drop off of that end step. So it's, it's zero and drops are like the same thing. Zero kind of just kicks up and comes in the same spot where a drop is going backwards a little bit. And it's, and you're going to be working off the end step. Some people call that a brace step too. Um, I usually use brace steps in the run game, not in the pass game. Drop zero step. I think he reaches for contact a little bit too much right here. Do you see what I'm talking about? Like, it's like right there. I think he's reaching a little bit too much. So um, I would like to see him. Let's well, honestly see what the run is right here, actually, really quick. All right. So you have like a lead outside zone. Lead zone, lead outside zone. So yeah, I'm 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 okay. I'm okay with what, what it does initially. I'd like to see him cl uh, climb a little bit more before reaching. Because right now, if if this guy was to anticipate it, this D end um, was anticipated, ch chops it down. He's going on his ass. He, he's leaning too much forward right now. You could see how his 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 legs are really hard, flat angle, and so is his body. And his legs are working straight up. They're not necessarily working at opposite angle. So he's really leaning right here. So if his hands are defeated, he's going right to the top of his. He's going right onto his face. So um, would like to fix that a little bit. But he does get his hands on. Torques the guy outside. Another tiny little criticism here. Once he torques him outside, don't want to see him work this flat. I want to see him work a little bit more upfield because you know your running back at this point is reading off of you. And if he sees your leverage on him, he's going to cut upfield. You don't want this guy to club you, whatever, to, to scrape over the top and, and work to that running back. So I would like to see him, again, not lean, not reach, and work more upfield here after that initial um, engagement where they're now they're disengaged. So I'd like to see him work a little bit more upfield. But he's able to get hands on the running back, cups, cuts upfield. Um, I'm not sure where his right hand lands. Looks like it's onto the chest. Left hand um, fits into the armpit. Again, armpits, armpits, uh, armpits, pecs, hips are which like you're really looking for in terms of like hand placement for offensive linemen. Um, obviously, depending on the play, but those are like the three areas. If they're hitting one of those areas, it's usually going to be a good play unless you're using whatever you know whatever technique they are. Just completely wrong. Um, and he's just going to literally just drive this guy for. Let's see. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards. <laughs> so let's watch this in full speed. Um, don't want to use I, I use some curses, I, but I effing love this shit. I do Th this stuff. I I love it. You, you, if you notice a trend, it's with the corners getting involved with the run game. It's the wide receivers blocking. It's the offensive lineman giving effort. It's a, it's the DNs giving effort. I love effort, nasty players. Um, and it seems like Joe Douglas does too. Um, with some of the guys he's, you know, he's bringing in um, through the draft and things like that. Team captains, leaders, guys are going to play hard every rep. Look at this freaking play from Clark, man. Like that is, you got, I'm going to play it again. That's just out of respect for Clark. Again, now there are some technical things you could definitely clean up. I've pointed them out, but that mindset right there is, is fantastic. And the fact that right now, literally today, he was working with Duke Mannyweather, with Mackay Beckton, I believe Teron Armstead, um, wherever Duke Mannyweather is. I think it's somewhere in like Texas or I could be wrong, whatever the area is. 
Um, but he's working with one of the guys who's worked with like the Zach Martins and Teron Armsteads and all these like upper echelon offensive linemen. So um, I'm happy that those guys are getting camaraderie already and working with a guy who is like a legit um, offensive lineman teacher type. So awesome stuff. Um, so you have him pulling right here. Um, this is this is called this is called counter um, counter OT. Some uh, some people call it counter OT, uh, counter GT, whatever you want to call it. So he uses a uh, this is this is what you call a a skip pull. You're you're usually gonna with a skip pull. Some people teach it differently. Um, in most instances, you're gonna see the direction they want to go in that that lead foot drop back and then this um the the far foot away from the play is going to is going to skip um usually it's behind it um some people will just hop out of this and skip right away some people teach you see how his right foot comes back here and then he hops backwards some guys will just teach it if you have an offensive lineman who's athletic enough um they will just hop right out of the stance and, and skip so it's almost like a karaoke if you were playing basketball you're doing karaoke's um it's a skip pull the meaning of it or the, the reason for it being you want to stay square. You want to, you want to evaluate your threats. It's usually meant for a, a, a shorter pull. Um, whereas like an open pull um, is usually for a farther distance covered. Um, but he uses skip pull here. And it looks like the, 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 the guard is taught to just take the first threat that comes across his face. He takes that threat. Um, you have Clark, who I like how he's staying tight to the line of scrimmage when he's pulling. You want to stay tight to the line of scrimmage because, you know, this your running back's going to be working upfield. So anybody's going to be crashing from the outside should be crashing at a tight angle. You don't want to get um, – you want to loop too far outside because you're not going to be able to cover the play side. So good job with the skip pull, staying square, assessing the threats, seeing the guy filling right there and trying to squeeze the run. He gets his hands on. Now, now the guy does pop him. You can see the guy really drops super, super low. Right here, it's a little bit hard to see, but you can see it if you look. Um, and he does pop Beckton, but Beckton is or Beckton, uh, Clark is able to get his hands on him. And then again, so he does get popped initially, but you, you better be damn sure you're going to be on balance or fight him after because he's not going to like that you popped him like that. So he gets his hands on, left hand on the shoulder, right hand most likely into the armpit area, torques him to the ground, just tosses him. Um, love it. You got to love it. All right, next play, 12 of the 31 we have. I think we said 31, right? Another one on the turf. Yeah, all right. So they are running. Okay, so it's an RPO. Um, what is the reading here? So they're really any linebackers that are going to drop into coverage. Regardless, um, Clark's side of the offensive line is going to run block like they're handing this ball off on the zone. Another, again, you're going to see a lot of these like these these zero steps with Clark. So he takes that zero step again. Not a not a you know he's not getting too far to the outside. He doesn't want to hit this this guy to shoot his face and cross the B gap. Hands inside. It looks like the left line's a little bit high. What I'm seeing right here, it looks like it's lines a little bit high. So you want to see him work on the hand placement, and you see him kind of pop up and staying straight up after that. So we'd like to see him play with a little bit better leverage right here and a little bit um, lower hands. But he is able to torque the guy outside. Good angle to to re-engage again. This is this is a better angle to re-engage. Remember last time where it was kind of it was it was at a bad angle. 
where here he's working um, to that near shoulder, to that upfield shoulder. He's not getting, um, he's not allowing the guy to scrape over the top. He's getting hands on. Look at the hand place right here. Ready? The wrench. See right there. So again, you're not going to do a lot, you know, attacking the shoulders and things like that when you're trying to really, you know, throw a guy off his center of gravity. Look, look what happens as soon as he wrenches them. Right hand on the hip, torques him to the ground. Torques him to the ground. That's attacking. That's that's exactly what he's doing. He's attacking that that midpoint of the body, that center of gravity. So um, that's what I call wrenching right there. Wrenches him to the ground. Tosses him. Great job on that play. Thirteen and another. All right. So I guess he's gonna throw a couple of guys. He, this this Clemson game um, was absolutely ridiculous. This is one of the best games I've seen from an offensive lineman in a long time. That that goes for Beckton. That goes for uh, maybe not Wills. Wills had some better games. That goes for I would say Beckton Worfs. Um, there's a freaking fruit uh, fruit flying here. Sorry, I'm, I just try to swat it and look like an idiot. <laughs> so that goes for that goes for Beckton. That goes for Worfs. That goes for Jonah Williams last year. That goes for Jawan Taylor last year. That goes for a lot of guys. Um, this was probably the best game I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know if Will. I have to go back and look at some of Wills, but this game was it was ridiculous. This is pretty much as good as you can play. Um, another scenario. Um, another drop zero step. Guy is tight to him. When a guy is tight to you, I get that zero step. Again, you don't see as much in the NFL. NFL, you're gonna see more climb, climb up out, then get outside. Where the uh, in college level, it's more of like reading the guy. So zero step, hands on. Again, you can see that the right hand. You're gonna see where it lands if you if you watch his right hand shoot. You see how it slips over top of the shoulder pad. You don't you don't want that because that that hand that that right hand is creating very 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 little power. Um, now I'm not sure exactly why the guy goes off balance. Maybe because he he does just control the neck, but <laughs> you don't want to control the neck a ton, you know. So he is able to to use that circular force, torque him outside. Circular force, torque him outside. The guy goes off balance, and what is Clark going to do? He's going to get his hands on. He's going to drive you um, through the ground. He he wants to pancake you. He wants to land top you. He wants to finish you to the ground. I'll play it again. Um, again, could fix the hands a little bit right here but the torque and the finish right here is it's fantastic. It, it, it really is. Again, we're, you're going to see it a lot more um, throughout this review. We're about halfway through this. Let's see. It's Tuesday night. I, I'm recording a little bit late, so this is probably going to come out at like 11 o'clock. I, I apologize for that, but got to get it done. I can get it done. Um, another RPO right here from Charlotte where they're running like this, this drive or this, like this, uh, some people call that knife, a knife concept right there. Um, with the vertical from the slot and then a slant. Some people call it knife. Some people might call it drive. Um, drive is usually with a with a drag route. But Clark run blocks, that's all we're really looking at. I don't really care about the rest of the offense. Another another zero. Now again, you see what I'm saying with the with the with the lean? These need to fix that for the NFL. NFL guys are gonna study that, they're gonna see that, they're gonna prepare for your hands, they're gonna chop you down, you're gonna be on your knees. So I would like to see him again not lean as much, take his body and his feet with him into that block. And again, look how high his hands are. So there's, there's, there's definitely some things we're noticing, you know, after 14 plays trends of, of him leaning a little bit, hands a little bit high. You see the feet are a little bit slow, but then you see the, you see the technique, you see the hand placement, you see, um, you see some of the footwork, you see, you know, power. There's, there's, there's definitely positives here for a fourth round guy. I, I, I like this pick. Hands are a little bit high. He's able to torque him outside a little bit. So after he torques him outside, now there's this like disengagement to what happens. 
Now Clark lowers his pads. He gets under him. Now look at him. So, so at first he's a little bit high, torques him outside. Now he gets low, drops those hips, gets under him, and drives him outside. You see the strength in the hands right here too. Um, as soon as he reengages right here, that, that left hand looks like it comes off, comes back in the chest. And if he gets under you, if, 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 he, if Clark, if I like Clark, even though he's a little bit, you know, he's like three, what I was like three tennis. He's a strong guy for his size. If he's going to get his hands in tight under your, you know, into your chest plate um, with leverage, good, good luck because his hands are strong. His legs are strong. He drives, he's powerful. He's nasty. Um, drives this guy outside and he feels the guy is really top heavy. What does he do? Now he's going to, now he's going to throw his hips back and rip him to the ground. <laughs> I'm telling you guys are not going to guys do not like playing Clark. I guarantee you in the NFL even are, I mean, uh, in college level, they were looking against this guy. They're like, damn it. I really got to go against this guy. Um, he's going to gas you out because guys in the NFL are their type A personalities. When you're going to throw them to the ground and rip them to the ground, they're going to want to, you know, F you, I'm going to get back at you next play. And he's going to gas you out. He, he's going to. He's, he's one of those guys who gets into your head a little bit. Um, really, really like that. Physical as hell. All right. <laughs> Just watch him. Like, uh, we can go over the technique. Um, so my one thing with that left foot is you see how, you see how like exaggerated that left foot is. So for me with that left foot right here, it's, it, there's a lot of time right there. We can't really react now. It kind of looks like he's, he's going to work upfield. The guy gets outside. So he has to redirect. So it makes it a little bit more elongated of a step, but I'm going to say too big of a step regardless runs the guy outside. Good angle to him gets hands and uh, gets hands inside grip strength and just runs him outside runs him runs him runs him like it's just tries to throw him over that guy too like he sees that guy on the ground like oh, i'm gonna push this guy over now he's gonna get pancake too i'll play in full speed just appreciate the physicality here that's that's what i really want you to to to, to take from this play at least um he loves sending guys into the turf man a couple guys like him 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 beckton I would say him, Becton, um, Mims, like really tough mindset of guys. Like, like even Zuniga, um, Ashton Davis, who I'm a little bit lower on. Just I'm not lower on him in terms of his future NFL. I'm lower on what the impact I think he'll make in 2020. Could he learn really quickly and develop quickly? Sure. Are, are a lot of things they need to change about his games? Yes. Don't believe me. Again, go back and watch the episode. It's me and a, and a former NFL DB. Like if there's one guy who knows DBs, you're going to hear talk about him. It's Marcus Coleman going through two hours of film with me. We both think he's very raw. Um, he has a lot of traits. He's, he's, he's newer to playing um, the position. I think he played in high school a little bit too, but he wasn't re even recruited to college as a, as a uh, football guy. He's a walk on at Cal. So um, sack allowed here for Clark. Let's see why. All right. This is your, this is where you're going to take the slow and laboring feet. One, you see that left foot, that, that initial drive catch kicks, you know, kick slide. Some people say that again, some people say that the, the first step is the drive catch. Some people say it's a kick slide, whatever. Um, doesn't create a lot of distance, maybe half of a yard. And then you're going to see the, 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 the helmet pop up and down and up and down. Um, so what you really want to see is him, get to the set point quicker. So you want to see him cut off this angle. So instead of being here, you want to see him be a little bit more outside and, and splitting his body. So he opens up a little bit. This is, this is mostly slow feet. 
Um, I like to see the angle behind the, you know, the, the, the end zone view. Um, this is a little bit of slow feet from him. Guy gets outside of him. Um, and he does, he does run off the arc, which you know I'm okay with. But eventually he does get like kind of cut off by these two guys. And then he loses connection with that guy. Um, and he runs on the quarterback. So it's not a terrible, it's honestly, it's not a terrible sack because he does run him up the arc. And if the quarterback were to, what, what down is this? This is first down, a good quarterback, depending on what their, I don't know what their route concept is necessarily. Obviously it's a, it's a vertical um, concept, vertical stretch concept, whatever it may be. A good quarterback right here, this guy's wide open. To dump this off and the guy gets a first down. So um, this wouldn't be a sack, most likely in NFL with Darnold. But um, I like to see a little bit, you know, this is like, no, you can't, you can't really blame him for this. This is more of the, 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 the slower feet, um, the less smooth feet that you see. Um, again, kind of the quarter, it, it is a quarterback's fault. If, if I was blaming one guy for this, this is the quarterback. You have a guy wide open in the flat, wide open. And it's first and yeah, it's first and 10 easy dump off right there. Check down, take the check down. All right. Top heavy. There's always, and I've said this before, there's really one, there's a really, the best, well, the best way, there's multiple ways to figure out a guy's top heavy. The best way is to figure out if a guy, if a guy's top heavy, if, if his hands are defeated, he falls to the ground, he's top heavy. He's too, he's too much into the, into the top of his body. So again, not the smoothest feet. You see the, the, the helmet, you see the helmet come up, up. You want to see his, his, his helmet stay at the, pretty much the same level and fire backwards, not, not up. You don't want your you want your leverage to be up and down, up and down, up and down. You want to stay on one even solid plane. Um, so not the smoothest feet right here. Again, don't think he's gonna be a, a guy you want as a tackle in space in the NFL against DNs and outside linebackers who are ridiculous. Um, so with this play, you're gonna see him be a little bit top heavy because he shoots the hands. Now, good job by the Buffalo and swiping down the outside, stepping through and spinning him. But if Clark had better feet right here, and this is a better play, he would he would. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily vertical set this. I would probably rather have him forty five degree set this when a guy is like tight like that. But um, regardless, I'd like to see him get to his set point, keep his hips square, um, and make him work through a harder edge. But because he he opens up his hips right there, now he's now instead of his his body kind of being able to come uh, force against force. Now, you know, instead of leaning forward, being on a good base, now you're going to have to work through a lot of force, a solid, a solid frame, solid hands, you know, all that stuff. When you start to open up and work vertically, as you can see, he does, he, he opens up. Now his momentum is going instead of through this guy, you know, like, let's say if he, like I said, was to get, get to the set point, you know, get to the set point, punch this left hand, bring that right to the hip and, and, and hold on to him, drive him, whatever you want to do. Um, works a lot better because now you're going to force against force, um, whether it be, you know, lift against pull or push or whatever we we're talking about before, but you don't want a guy coming full speed at you. And then you're starting to throw your momentum instead of through him backwards. So now his momentum is going backwards as you open your hips. So his momentum is already taking him this way, defeats the hands and his body's going to continue going that way. And that's why he falls on his face. So a little bit less top heavy, a little bit better of a pass that you could have seen there from Clark. Finish again a, a, a trend throughout this review.
I watched this a couple of times. I remember watching this a couple of times. So another um, another zero. Guy is tight. I'm fine with it. A little bit of lean. Yeah, it's not. Too, it's honestly not too bad. But it, it is a little bit of lean. And I think I think with his hands, I want to see more power in his hands. He's he's reaching a little bit right here. Yeah. So you you see a little bit of the lean and reach. Um, I don't think this is going to be the most powerful punch. Looks like 52 is already going outside, which Buffalo 52 did that. I don't know if Mac Buffalo was uh, Mac was Buffalo, right? Did he wear 52 in college? I don't know. Um, gets his hands inside again, a little bit high, a little bit, a little bit of a lean, a little bit of a um, of reaching for a contact, but he's able to to get him outside with that be through torque and, and the and 52 already trying to maintain outside leverage. Good angle to to uh, to cut him off again. He's not going. Maybe he's 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 working too far down this way for following my mouse. Maybe I would like to see him work a little bit up upfield. And sorry for the people. I, I know there are people who just listen to this podcast. You're hearing me talk about more about the leverage and things like that and saying positive or negatives. I know there's people who can't watch the YouTube videos. Um, obviously, the YouTube video is a better way to learn about the guy. If you can't, obviously, I appreciate you for being so dedicated. You're listening to me break down film when you can't see the film. Um, you're a freaking true fan who really wants to learn about your players. I that, kudos to you. Cause I don't know if I could do it. Um, but that's, you know, awesome. Um, but decent angle. Can't really see where his hands are. Um, the running back cuts up the field, obviously. And he gets his hands on. Now, I don't know if because he was reaching for contact, it looks like his, his, le his left foot gets stepped on right here. So I don't know if he meant to dive with him or if he tripped. I would say it almost looks like he tripped. Does that right foot hit the foot? It looks like it does. It looks like it's a little bit, it's a little bit, yeah. So I'm going to say that he actually trips over the guy. He's not diving with him. It's not even because you could see it. So you, you can't really see his foot hit because it's not the best quality of video. But you normally don't see a foot redirect that quickly. Like you see his right foot. You're not going to see it pop up like that. Boom. Yeah, he, he, he kicks him. So he falls down with him. But um, still a decent job right there by, by Clark. 19 pass rep. All right. As you can tell too, a lot of these videos, I could I could go through each play and edit it and say and, and write down a perfect minute of what I want to say. I like to go through the film raw with you guys and, and kind of tell you what I'm seeing play by play as I'm watching it. Um, obviously, these are pre-recorded, but I recorded these uh, two and a half months ago, two months ago. How long ago was the draft? April, May, June, two, yeah, two-ish months ago. So... Better pass set. You see, there's a little bit more balance here. There's his helmet's going up a little bit up and down, but it's better balance. You see, it's not. It's his his feet don't look as clunky. Um, he's, he has more bend in his legs, more bend in his upper body. His helmet's staying at a more consistent level. It looks like he's in a shoot thick with that. Le oh yeah, okay. Good job right here. So his hands are in the ready position. Again, you don't. There's you, you'll see some offensive linemen who because they're 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 lumbering or laboring to get back into their into their sets. You see their hands kind of throwing down like this, and and then you're not ready for the the hands. You really again, you know, a lot of guys will teach their guys get getting into pass sets to, you know, uh, rub a tennis ball or uh, you know flip a pancake, whatever you want to do. You just want your hands to be to be ready. You'll see a lot of guys, you know. Um, almost like they're like they're fighters with their hands ready. Um, so you want to see those hands around the belly button to solar plex type area, um, which they are right here for Clark. So good job staying with his hands ready. A little bit better balance. You're going to see the left right here. Fake punch. So it's just a little bit of a 
almost like a feeler hand. So if it now, now if he's going to throw out that hand, now if the D end is going to, you know, chop at that, now he's off balance. Now you have the advantage on him. Let's see if that happens. Fake hand. Looks like he reaches a little bit. I'm not sure if it's exactly because of the fake hand, but I still like that fake punch. Guy's coming into contact. He hops back a little. You're gonna see. You're gonna see Clark hop back a little bit here to get his hips lowered to get better leverage. Hands inside, extends them. You see his arms are nice and tight inside of the guy. Uh, looks like he's he's lifting a little bit, but his hands are definitely tighter. And the guy, I, I can't see. I can't see if he necessarily chops down at the inside arm or if he just rips him down to the ground. Um, again, people, the fancy snatch and trap. Like, what is a snatch? What, like, what is a trap? You know, he, he chopped the fucking arms down. Like, stop with the fancy shit. Chops the arm down, rips them down. Um, now, like, snatch and trap, like, if there's actual technique, I'll see a lot of people to say, okay, snatch and trap for chopping the arms down. It's called a chop. Now, if I'm saying he's cuffing, te- if it's a cuff technique, it's because it's an actual thing. Cuff technique is an actual thing where the guy's hands are going to be tighter into you. If a guy's hands are tighter and lower, um, a lot of guys will, will get their hands on and drop their elbows down and into them to get his hands together like this and too tight. And then he's going down to the ground. So if his hands are tight and low brushing you, then you, then you, you're going to drop your hips and your elbows as your elbows turn in like a, like a, like a quarter turn with your arms and you're going to, you're going to cuff his arms and throw them down to the ground. So that's a cuff technique. Um, this, he, it looks like he just pulls him to the ground right here and then finishes the play. Rider receiver drops the ball. Look the ball in, my friend. All right. Play 20. We got 11 plays left. Actually, 12 plays, right? Um, Torque. Mm, I want to spend forever debt. Diagnosing this play, it looks like another RPO with that uh, with this with the smoke screen right here. They're running either like a tight zone or duo. Um, so Clark climbs up to the to the D end. It looks like they're gonna try the the the, the backside gaps are what they really want right here. Um, if they are gonna run, left hand into the ribs again. Good hand placement. Torques them. See so really driving through that hand torque and just drive this guy inside drives him inside drives him inside circular force again down to the ground and he's completely out of this play so watch him just take this this d end who looks like he has some meat on him um completely out of this play takes him where he wants to go like there's some plays that's that's the best the really the, the beauty of some zone plays is you know listen uh you know if you are this the 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 guard against the three tech on a on a play side of an inside zone would you really like to, to let's say, drive him outside if he's already outside leverage? Sure. But if he's going to shoot really hard inside, let him go inside. The running back is reading you and reading that hat. And now, now that he's reading, you know, that guy went inside, now his eyes are going to flash to the outside guy. Now if, that, now if the tackle has outside leverage on the outside guy, now he's going to make it, you know, he might, he might uh, bend the run outside. If he has inside leverage of that tackle, or, I mean, if the, inside, uh, if the tackle has inside leverage of the DN, now he's going to cut up field. So that's the benefit of the zone is being able to – to read these things. So a lot of guys who are zone blocking will have the awareness to um, know they might want to win an initial point, but once the guy, um, you know, wins that point, you want to take him where he is already trying to go to make it easier uh, for the running back. You're defining the gap for him. So um, let's see what this play is. It's, I have it labeled as stood up. Uh, 
All right. So these are plays I really, I really like the end zone view for. So for me, if you're looking at Clark, again, it, it's a little bit hard from this angle to see. He's, he's right here where, where my mouse is. Um, it, it looks like he's so, – so for me, the first thing I'm noticing when he's coming into contact, look where his helmet is, look where this guy's helmet is. So the, he needs to play a little bit lower here. So he's a little bit high. His hands are high. You can see the right hand is onto like the shoulder pad uh, side of the helmet, wherever that may be. And this guy's going to get into his chest and completely he, – he, he, he jolts him back right here, stacks him. You see his hands are inside and he's lower, pushes him back. <clears throat> and then he's able to make the tackle on the running back. So um, I need to see Clark a little bit lower there for sure. Coming to that block, it's it's hard to see exactly what happened. Clark movement. All right, so this is a combo block. Yeah, all right. So he takes like that uh that near step right there towards the guy he's going to. Can't see exactly where the hands are, but the one thing I noticed about this play already is he's coming into contact with this guy, but his eyes are up to the second level. So I'm going to bet he's going to peel off to this guy. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he does. He does not. Interesting. Maybe this is so condensed. It's like a zone split right here. All right. So if he, we're first talking about movement here, um, Obviously, he's coming into this block with the with the left guard, and he's moving the guy all the way from the hash and from the ten yard line, all the way back to the you know um, to the six yard line, and completely takes him out of this play right here. So we're just looking at movement here. Again, uh, power, power, right here. Gets under him a little bit. Extension. Throws that guy the play again, defining that gap. Now, if he wasn't able to create this movement, let's say if he let's say if he just st stuck it here, now the running back has a much less defined gap. Or now the running back, look how like he has a lot of room. Now, obviously, this guy is is coming uh, to to make the play, but he has a lot more room to read, a lot more room to operate. So, good job uh, on Clark right there with that with that combo. Another play of movement. Oh, that starts off weird. That's not what I was expecting. Um, gallop. So now now he uses another gallop, like we saw um, from the first few plays, with that with that right foot here, um, with that step towards the guy, and then really generating a lot of that power off of that off that um, that back foot. It's almost like a hop, hand placement. Oops, sorry. So gallop to to generate power to cut the uh, to cover ground. Left hand onto the hip to the ribs. Again, the lower – you really want to see it like right on that hip, right right where your, your shorts or your pants sit. Like that's the perfect area. A little bit higher, a little bit lower. It's, it's okay. You're not going to see it a little, a little bit lower really with that. But a little bit higher, it's okay. Um, it's into the rib cage. Drives him, drives him, drives him, drives him. Like he – was this supposed to be like a fake handoff split? That's weird with him working over top of the quarterback and not underneath the quarterback. That's that doesn't. That's a weird looking. That's a weird play. So like a zone split, 
and just watch watch uh, watch Clark right here, and you're just gonna, you're just gonna appreciate the movement from him um, right here. Again, good hand placement, good drive from the lower body, um, and just takes that guy completely upfield. Yeah, you like that. All right, twenty-four to thirty-one. Dart. Dart's basically like a one-back power, just with a tackle. Oh yeah. All right. So he uses a. Uh, this is not the cleanest pull. It's like a. It, it's like a. It's a skip pull, but it doesn't really close a lot. Of, he doesn't really cover a lot of ground right here. Looks like he's worried about that D end kind of uh, penetrating hard right there. So it is a skip pull. It's not the. It's not the best one, but he stays tight. He fills obviously that 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 huge uh, area of of, of the uh, of openness. That's where he's supposed to. That, these are the gap plays. This is designed. You're gonna have you know you're gonna have a down. You're gonna have a down. Um, you're gonna have a down, and then you're gonna have him pull. This guy's gonna kick out, and then it's it's him versus you know whatever threat might be there from the linebackers. So um, the play is designed well. It works out well. Now I like the angle here. Um, oh, so this is a QB dart. Okay, so this is a QB dart. He knows the quarterback's going to be working from inside. So, if anything, he wants to stay inside of this guy. So, I like that he's taking a nice vertical angle to him right here. He's not overreacting. You see, you see he's not overreacting to this guy outside. Because, listen, the quarterback is reading him. If, he's, if this defender is going to go outside, Clark is going to work upfield and then outside and let him take, take the outside. Now, in this scenario, if he was coming from, from you know, let's say, if you, see, if you see where Mouse is, if he was tighter – the, then he he Clark would know that the quarterback is looking to go to the outside of him, and then he would and then Clark would take to the outside of him. But based on where he is, he's gonna let him go where he wants to go. He's not gonna overreact with his angle. So good job not overreacting, staying staying on a vertical angle, getting hands on and pancaking him in the, in the open field. So nice pull by him there on that dart. Good angle. I really really like that angle. The smarts right there. It, it, it happens. I, if I could snap my fingers, I, I I would. I cannot snap my fingers. It's a weird thing about me. You're learning something new about me every every show, maybe. I can't snap my fingers. <laughs> um, but really, it, it happens that, that quickly. Um, so for him to have that those processing skills is is, is a positive. Um, I'm going to get made fun of. No, I don't care. My line of work, we make fun of each other all the time. If you, if you can't handle people making fun of you and not being able to snap your fingers. I can make myself sneeze. So if you're going to make myself – if you're gonna, if you're going to um, – make fun of me for, for not being able to snap my fingers. I'm going to make fun of 99% of the population who can't make themselves sneeze. So game on. <laughs> Send me a video of you snapping a finger, and I want to, I want to see a video of you uh, sneezing. Not fake sneezing. It better be a real friggin' sneeze. I'll be able to tell. Um, I use that to my advantage in grammar school. In grammar school, if we sneeze, we had to go wash our hands. So when I would want to go talk to somebody, I would make myself sneeze. <laughs> um, twerk. All right. More of a drop step right here. The guy's on top of him. You know, he's he's more of a, he's a four tech, four eye tech. He's he's not even so he's he's anticipating contact. So that's that's more of like instead of like a zero, that's more of like almost like a brace or a drop step. Doesn't really reach for contact too much right there. I think it's good timing. Gets underneath his pads, torques him outside. Drop step, hands underneath, core power. Torque, torques him outside, runs to him. Um, 
Now I'm gonna what I'm gonna say here is again, just work at a little bit higher of an angle, not not as not as hard um, down towards the guy. Let's see, a little bit of a softer angle right, right here. The guy is able to get back in on the play. It looks like, but uh, initially good good play by by Clark right there. Twenty six. All right. Another one of those scenarios. So they run another zone split. And again, so he's a left tackle. So I ideally on this type of play, um, I have to watch a few more times to see exactly what they're trying to do based on the, the guys who are blocking them. So most likely, again, because I don't want to watch it a million times doing this live, you'd want to see him cover this play side and um, seal this guy to the backside. That's not what happens. Um, I don't know if that's how it's designed. If they're expecting the defense to crash hard and they're, and they're expecting to cut back with this split. Um, regardless, I do like that Clark recognizes that he's not going to be able to cover the 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 the, uh, the play side well here. So he's going to anticipate the, the running back reading him, and he's just going to torque this guy and take him where he wants to go. Again, you don't want to you don't want to see a guy you know get pushed back here and continue to get pushed back and pushed back right into the running back's gap and he's not really defining a gap because you're trying to push him this way and the, and the defensive end is trying to push you this way so you're kind of just in a stalemate if he if he's trying to get over the top of you um and you're not going to win take him there just take him there that's that's all you can do you have to adjust it, it no play works out perfect well some plays work out perfectly very little very little end up uh, working out perfectly though so if he's going to get over top of you like that torque him take him where he wants to go and now look Instead of him trying to fight force against force, now the running back, you know, having to put his hand on him, hop back and forth, um, he's reading he's reading Clark, and Clark just take, he defines the gap for him. That's exactly what he does. He drives him out of the screen. Good good job. Meh angle. All right. Okay, so this is where we're talking about. Um, so another skip pull. Oh, okay, this is a little bit different of a, a QB dart. This is another dart run. So again, you know the quarterback is reading you. This is the same 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 scenario as before. The quarterback is reading you. This guy is outside. The quarterback's going to be at an inside angle. That's that's you 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 have to know that in the back of your mind. So you want to work upfield with the quarterback and and main and maintain um, your inside leverage without this guy scraping over the top. So what did he, what he, he, what happens here is he works at too flat of an angle. The, the linebacker is able to get hands on and scrape over the top and get, does he get in on the tackle? I don't know if he actually gets in on the tackle here. He gets his hands on. So he actually doesn't make the tackle, but I'm still going to criticize that angle. You see what I'm saying with that angle? If he, if he were a little bit more athletic and he just stopped there and then, and then hopped back over, he, he could have made that play. Um, he's not able to, but, uh, he needs a more consistent angle on that play to me. So he's a guy, he he can work in his face a little bit. You're not going to want to see him on a ton of pulls and things like that. Um, you know, if it's like a tighter pull, sure. But if it's, if it's like a sweep or a pin pull uh, where it takes a little bit more movement, if it's like a fold, uh, one gap over fine, but uh, getting out on screens and things like that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want him doing that. Um, if anything on a screen, maybe you want him like, you know, um, blo blocking back on the, on the, on the zero or whatever, and then McGovern and, and Beckman getting out in the open field. Not necessarily Clark, but it's okay. Um, 
I hear that a lot too. People, oh, well, work around the strengths of your offensive lineman. Yeah, there, there are certain ways, you know, you, you, you could. Um, on screen plays, you know, you don't necessarily want to see Clark move out a lot. But if one guy's power, one guy's zone, one guy's more power, one guy's zone, like you can't work, okay, well, you zone block, you power block, you zone block. Like you can't do that. Okay, well, this position because, you know, Becton, you're going to have to move a little bit more in this play. You're going to pull. And then Clark's going to play tackle because you have to down block. Like, that's not how it works. So that's one of the, the things I hear a lot of offensive linemen. Well, you know, if Clark is more of this guy and that guy is more of that guy, you're going to play their strengths. I think with certain positions, it's definitely easier to play the guy's strengths. Offensive line, corner, some of those positions are hard to do that. Receiver, definitely, you could definitely do it. Running back, you could, you could do it for the most part. There's positions you definitely could. Quarterback, definitely could do it. But, like, corners, like, it's like, okay, okay, well, he's a strong zone guy. He's a strong man guy. Yeah, there are certain combo coverages where one guy's playing zone, one guy's playing man. But you can't say, okay, hey, you play man over here and you play zone over here. Like, there's going to be certain reps where they're all going to need to play cover three, cover four, cover six, whatever it may be. So, um, I wouldn't just say, it, like, it's not, it's not that simple. Um, that's, that's another thing that's just thrown out there a lot by fans. Um, Um, so this play, he's a left tackle, obviously. He's, I would say he's a, little, he's a little bit laid off the snap right here. The guy gets into him immediately, and I can't see exactly what happens with the hands. I'm going to say Clark's hand lands a little bit high, but he just feels this guy leaning into him a lot, and he almost grabs him by the helmet and just rips him to the ground, pulls him to the ground, rips him, traps him. I put trap here. Doesn't, who cares? Again, don't get tied up with that stuff. Pulls him to the ground, lays on top of him. Um, looks like a... Double ends like a panther concept. Yeah, it's like a panther concept with the double ends and the flat. Um, all right, next play. We got three more plays. The thing with like uh I think I'm showing good like a good amount of negative and positive here, probably a little bit more positive for Clark. With a guy like Huff, admittedly, I put more positive in there. I think watching for me, I can I'll notice defensive ends, negatives and positives outside linebackers. I think with guys like corners, receivers, linemen, quarterbacks, even linebackers, it's a little bit more. Um, it's a little bit more. How do I how do I explain this? It's it's a little bit easier to catch with your eye the negatives. With outside linebackers, it's so minuscule, um, and it's really boring to be completely honest. Like it's boring to break down. Like okay, well you know here he should have chopped the hands down. Like there's like little stuff like that I will do. But to do like a ton of plays, like if I'm doing 30 plays, there's like 10 negatives out of that. I think it'd be super boring. So most of them are positives. I will speak on the negatives of the undrafted guys. Um, and like I said, people were in love with Greg Dortch. I roasted him. So I'm just preparing you for guys like Cager. I have not watched him yet, but there's probably a reason he's an undrafted guy. Only got like 500 yards or whatever at Georgia. So let's chill a little bit with the undrafted guys, even though I will say as a preview, even though this will be in two shows, not next show, because next show is Morgan. I do like Huff. I do think Huff's probably going to make the roster. Um, with that, let's look at this, this the, the third to last play. Looks like he takes his, like, his, zone, his zone step right here. Again, I can't see the footwork perfectly from Clark right here. Right hand to the uh, into the shoulder, but inside. And you're just driving this guy. Again, it's it's hard with the with the end zone angle. Um, 
I do like the lever. I do like the leverage for the most part. Hands inside. And you can see the initial contact kind of jolts the guy back a little bit. And then uh, he's going to refit his hands most likely, or maybe not. It looks like he's almost like kind of torqued over right here. Well, he's torqued over, and I can't really tell exactly how balanced Clark is, but Clark looks like he's – this is more of like a grip strength, core strength type play. And he's just going to continue to drive this guy, drive this guy, drive this guy. He really does – you're going to see him even after the play. Um, I'll play in full speed. Uh, really strong from the core, really strong upper body, really strong hands. Again, drives guys, drives them, drives them. So positive play right there. Hopefully this, one, this next one's a little bit better of an angle. It looks like it is. Yeah, a little bit better of an angle here. If anything, I want to see the, the shitty view from the left side, not the right side. All right. The guy, the, the, the guy who's blocking again is tight, takes another like drop step right here. So when we talk about it a little bit, he's reaching a little bit for contact. See, he's really super extended right there. You don't want to, you don't want to be overextended. You want to see the bend, the bend in the elbows. You don't ever really want to be, you know, straight locked out like that. Um, very, very minimal situations you do. So a little bit of, a, of an overextension. I would like to see um, a little bit more patience from him right here, but he's able to torque this guy outside into the ground. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't start off the best, but he is able to get his hands inside. Again, power, and this guy is 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 going is getting off balance. He doesn't just lay on top of him. You're gonna see him refit that right hand right here. It's like kind of on top of him, to form on top of his back, and he actually refits it. And then you're gonna see him like really roll his power through. Like he's not a guy who's just gonna okay just go to the ground, he's not just lay on top of you. He wants to throw you into the ground. A lot of guys are here like, again just jump on top of him. Clark literally refits his hands. And then rolls his power up through his hips and extend, and launches him into the ground. That I love this shit, man. Watch it again at full speed. I, I've technique could be cleaned up a little bit to, to but to literally reset his hands and and roll his power through his hips while going to the ground just to send him to the ground a little bit harder is so goddamn nice. It really is. Ah, the running back almost gets there. All right, last play of the review. Play 31 opens as he punches or something. We're, we're ending with a negative. What am I doing? Um, okay. So yeah, this is the flag is on him. So this is again, like this is some of the reasons you don't necessarily want to see him play tackle. You don't see the best balance here. Um, and to me, you see, see the little bit of like the heel clickiness. Heel click, heel click. Like there's, 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 it's not smooth, balanced feet. It's not a balanced base. Um, and if anything right here, this, this guy's outside. Just, I like to see him be more consistent with his set point right here. So continue to drop vertically. And once he, you know, again, split the outside foot, split his body. Once he gets into that contact window, whether it be fake punches, whatever it may be, shoot that left hand into him, hit him in the outer peck come over uh, come underneath with the with the inside hand and shut down that play but he kind of is forced to 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 open and he reaches for contact a little bit like you see how he's kind of standing straight up right here looks like his hands get defeating it's a little bit top heavy and the guy's able to slip under him right there with the rip and he has to hold them so 
again with this play, I like to see him cut him off right here instead of getting instead of just working, you know, vertic- completely vertically and just opening up. If anything, you want to see a stronger punch. You really want to see that left hand land. And if he is going to continue up the arc, get the left hand inside of him. And again, work that work that center of mass, work that that right hand into the hip and work him up the field, but he's not really able to get his hands on in, in a great position. Um, and he holds the guy. So you see something like the lack of athleticism, the lack of like uh, tackledness in his game. Uh, I think he's a guy in tighter spaces, tighter confined spaces. You want to see him as a guard, uh, not a tackle at the NFL level. I don't think he is. Now maybe like a true power scheme could it be a little bit more like a right tackle. Um, sure, but I, I really don't think so. Um, I, I, especially for the Jets, I think he's going to end up being guard. Uh, that is it. I don't know how long the show was. Um, I think today's, well, today's Tuesday. I think on Thursday, I'm going to record Morgan. Maybe it'll be out on like Friday. So you're going to be getting Morgan. And then, like I said, you'll be getting Huff and then most likely the Seer. The Seer, I might do in, in two parts. I think I have like 60 plays of the Seer. Um, so even if I cut down on a 50, Marcus usually likes to do like 30 plays tops. So maybe I'll do like part two, 30 plays, part two with, or I mean, part one, 30 plays by myself, part two with Marcus Coleman. We'll see how that works out. Um, like I said, I appreciate all the reviews. Um, I appreciate the support for the site. A lot of people are subscribing now and things like that. I hope people are getting their jobs back and are starting to work a little bit more. Um, again, if you are having troubles, um, in terms of like, you love the content of the site, but you just can't afford I think it's six bucks a month. Like I know people are in that tight of positions. Uh, message me on Twitter. I, I will not blow up your spot. I'll not tell anybody your name, even your name um, and say, listen, this is the best I could do. Could you do that? And, and we'll help you out the best we could. Um, I appreciate all the support. Drop the, uh, the podcast reviews again. It helps us get out to more people. The more people we get to subscribe, the more money we get to be completely honest. The more money we get, the better equipment we have, the better, you know, website. We're working on the app still. We're having some issues with Apple with the app, but we're getting the app out. We're going to update the app. We're going to do all this stuff. So it helps that out. And it, and it, and it just shows me the support. You know, it takes a lot of, a lot of freaking work to do these shows. I don't just say, okay, yeah, let's do an hour on, uh, let's do an hour on Thursday night and talk about, uh, what can we talk about? Uh, Jamal Adams, Sam Darnold's expectations and why people are criticizing him. And is it Gase or him? Um, and let's also talk about Quinn Williams year two and his expectations. And is he a bust? Like it's easy to do that and talk for an hour. This takes a F ton of work. Um, so take two minutes and, and drop those reviews, please. I appreciate everybody. Um, and that's it. Have a good one.